0: Well, the Medicare open enrollment period is quickly coming to a close um, at the end of this month. So we wanted to see if we could get some questions answered for some of our viewers about uh, what can be a very daunting task, uh, signing up for Medicare and, uh, and choosing the correct plan for you. So Susan Flanagan is joining us today. And Susan is Senior Plan Consultant with Medicare Markets Blue Cross Blue Shield of Massachusetts to hopefully shed some light on this confusing subject. Hi, Susan. Nice to meet you.
1: Hi, Joe. Nice to meet you. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Yeah, it's our pleasure. Um, As, as, you know, 65 gets closer and closer, it looks younger and younger to me.
1: Me too. (laughs) I
0: know a lot of other folks um, are approaching um, that age um, as well. It's kind of the magic number, right, when it comes to Medicare. Yeah. So if you could, maybe we'll start there and talk a little bit about real basic here. What is Medicare? Yeah,
1: sure. So great first question. So what is Medicare? Um, Medicare is health insurance provided by the federal government. It's really broken down into two parts. We have Medicare Part A, which when you think about Part A, it's your hospitalization and your skilled nursing. Um, Part A is typically premium free for most people, you've paid into the system throughout your life. Um, And then part B is all of your doctor care and your outpatient services. So doctor care, whether you're in or out of the hospital, and then outpatient services are your labs, x rays, MRIs. Um, Part B of Medicare, uh, typical premium for Part B is $164.90 per person per month. And one of the things about Medicare is once you go on to Medicare, everything's really individualized. So sometimes while you're working, you think about health plans as you know your family or a couple, but Medicare is all individual. Um, premium for most is that $164.90. If you're collecting social security um, it comes automatically out of that social security check if not you work it out um, to pay that monthly premium so
0: do you have to sign up for medicare when you turn 65.
1: do you have to sign up for medicare Um, that's a question that we get all the time Um, most people are going to sign up for medicare now you don't have to do anything um if you never sign up for medicare you'll never be penalized but if you don't sign up for medicare at the right point you are you could be subject to a penalty if you later on enroll so typically what will happen is that when somebody's approaching age 65 they have this time period called your initial election period it's three months prior to your 65th birthday, the month of, and three months after. So most people are joining Medicare when they turn 65. If you're collecting social security and you're turning 65, you automatically are enrolled. So you should see that card come a few months prior. But if you're not collecting social security and you're turning 65, and let's say you're not working, uh, you don't have insurance through that employer, most people are gonna wanna sign up for Medicare at that time about three months prior. So it's set up the first day of the month of your 65th birthday to avoid penalties. Now. That also brings a question, well, do you have to sign up? Some people don't have to sign up. So, and the thing is, you know, as soon as somebody's approaching Medicare eligibility, what will happen is everybody will say, oh, you have to sign up for Medicare at this point in time. Um, And again, it may or may not be true depending on that personal situation. So an example might be somebody could be working past age 65. Um, So if you or your spouse are actively working, at an employer with twenty or more employees, and you have insurance through that company, you don't have to sign up for Medicare at that time. Um, some people do; um, they'll sign up for Part A because Part A is premium free. You kind of get yourself in that system, but most would de- delay signing up for Medicare Part B because Part B has that premium of that one sixty four ninety. And if you're working at a company, um, you have the employer plan there, more than 20 employees. Typically, um, you don't need to sign up for Medicare at that point. It's when you're leaving that coverage or um, leaving that employer. So there's a whole bunch of whole, whole different little scenarios that go along. Um, so we always encourage people really to go back to Social Security and ask those questions for their personal situation.
0: Yeah, it was going to be an, my next question is, how do you sign up for Medicare?
1: <laughs> uh, great. Um, you can go through Social Security or Medicare. Um, you know, you, you can make an appointment to go on um, into uh, a Social Security office, um, but uh, most people can do it right online as well. So...
0: It's a great point. Uh, I have a friend approaching this this actual milestone in their lives, and uh, they didn't have a uh, account with with my social security, you know, mm-hmm. online. So you really need to create that first.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: Sure. Is there a penalty, Susan, if you do not sign up for Part B coverage when you're eligible for it?
1: Yes, so there is a penalty if you don't sign up and you didn't qualify for, let's say, a special election like you, you were still working um, and the penalty is 10% for every 12 month period um, that you should have signed up that you didn't have that coverage.
0: Okay, and that's in perpetuity, that that fee, is that correct?
1: It, yes, it goes on forever, yeah. Okay, yeah,
0: so it, it behooves folks to, to be aware of that, certainly.
1: Definitely.
0: So we're in what's called, I guess, the open enrollment period. What What is that?
1: So the open enrollment period right now... Um, What happens during the open enrollment period is every January through March 31st, if somebody is on what we call a Medicare Advantage plan, and those are those HMOs, PPOs, medical prescriptions all in one, um, they have one extra time to really look at that plan and see if that's the plan that they want to continue to stay on for the year. So sometimes... um, you know, the new year, you, you didn't look at any changes that happened or the new year comes up, you kind of reassessing your health. So you can look at that plan and say, is this the plan I want to continue to stay on throughout the year? Or maybe, did I miss something? Should I be changing to a different Medicare Advantage plan? Maybe I should be going back to Medicare and looking at a Medicare supplement plan. So you have one opportunity during this time, which we're, as you mentioned earlier, we're closing in on by the end of March to make a one time change. So
0: can you have both, Susan? Can you have an Advantage plan and Medicare?
1: Uh, um. So you can always, so that's a great question. Uh, Medicare, so Medicare, no matter what, is always going to be your starting point. So once you go on to Medicare, you can have Medicare alone. And when you think about Medicare, what you want to think about is that Medicare, um, a very over general simplification would be Medicare is an 80-20 plan. Medicare covers somebody 80%. leaves behind, there's some deductibles if you go to the hospital. Um, So you could stop right there. But if you want more coverage than Medicare, then you're looking to um, a private insurance company and there's two different pathways that you can go down to get that additional coverage. And one of the pathways is what we just mentioned, a Medicare Advantage plan. Um, In those plans, sometimes they are called Medicare Part C or an optional replacement to Medicare. So you always have Medicare on those plans, but you no longer show it when you go to the doctors or the hospitals. You just show the one healthcare card um, and the doctors and the hospitals bill the healthcare, almost just like your plans while you're working. So yes, you have Medicare, but you no longer show it. You just show your one Medicare Advantage card.
0: Okay. And the advantage plans, those are paid by by the client, right? By the by the the patient.
1: Uh, They are. So what happens is um, those are some of the plans that you see on TV all the time, zero premium, extra benefits. And what happens there is that when you join a Medicare Advantage plan, Medicare is going to send that health plan a set amount of money every month for every member on that plan. So they take that funding, they create um, a benefit design. And sometimes those plans are offered at zero premiums because they're they're funding it through that design. Um, other times there's a premium. So the member of the plan is always, you always need to continue to pay your Medicare premium, but then would send the extra private plan premium to the company like Blue Cross or whoever they would join.
0: Okay. So how does someone determine You know what's best for them?
1: Sure. Um, so how would somebody determine... So I we always think that starting with the basics is the best. So you know you could call Blue Cross, you call anybody, look at all of our product information. But the first step is really understanding all of this new vocabulary. So you know you're coming into Medicare. Well, what is Medicare? What is a Medicare Advantage plan? What's a Medicare Supplement plan? And as soon as you understand the basics, then when you look at the plan information, it's a lot easier to understand. So starting with the basics, um, Blue Cross and Blue Shield, we have a great resource on our website. Um, We're out in the community doing um, just Educational presentations. Um, Shine is another great resource, serving health information needs of elders. The right, or everyone, the right at the Council on Aging centers. You can meet one-on-one. Um, Medicare.gov. So, starting with the basics, having that that basic information, and then once you have that knowledge looking at the plans, then you'll know, do I want to be looking, focusing on Medicare Advantage plans, do I want to be focusing on Medicare Supplement plans, you know, understanding those differences.
0: Sure. I'm glad you brought up the SHINE program. That's because uh, there is uh, right here in Quincy, uh, our senior center is called the Kennedy Center. Mm-hmm. So if folks uh, are familiar with that, they should look there. They're there at least once a month. Uh, you do, do need to make an appointment, but they are there once a month.
1: They're, they're a great, great resource. They are. They know all the health plans. They know all the information. They know resources to help um, reduce cost, Um so, absolutely, great resource to meet with.
0: So, for 2023, Susan, um, are there any? Is there anything new with Medicare that folks should be aware of?
1: Well, one great thing um, in 2023 is the Inflation Reduction Act. You might have heard about that. This One of the main pieces of that is that it has reduced the cost of insulin to no more than a $35 copayment um, a month for those prescriptions. So one-third of the Medicare beneficiaries um, are diabetic, and the insulin costs have been rising over the years. So this is really... Uh, a great way to really get a handle on those insulin costs. So no more than $35 copayment for insulin. So.
0: Okay. So that's a major change right there. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. Um, You know, for folks who are already um, in Medicare, is there anything that they need to do during this particular open enrollment period?
1: Um, if you're already in medicare um, there's nothing that you need to do um but you again if you are on a medicare advantage plan you have that extra opportunity to really look at your plan make sure that you're on the right plan and if you're not you have until the very end of march to make a change to that that plan
0: Okay. And do you make the changes also through Social Security? How does, the, how does that happen?
1: Uh, so you would make the change um, when you're on a Medicare Advantage plan during this time period. If you joined another Medicare Advantage plan, it would automatically disenroll you from the one that you're on. If you're going back to Medicare, um, you would just be disenrolling from the plan. So you would make the change the same as any other time of the year.
0: Okay, um, and it's, it's probably important to point out too during our discussion here that that card, that Medicare card, or or the, the Medicare Advantage card that you get, is very valuable and should be protected, right?
1: Absolutely. So your Medicare card, um, it used to have your Social Security number on it. They did make that change, so now it is a Medicare claim number. But you know, if you have a Medicare Advantage plan, You don't need to carry around your Medicare card, because when you're going to those doctors or hospitals, it's really just showing your Medicare Advantage card. So you can put that away at your house. Um, you'll always have Medicare, you just don't need to show that. That is different, though, if you have what we call a Medicare supplement plan. So on those plans, when you go to the doctors or the hospitals, they work different. Medicare is your primary insurance. So you're showing that Medicare card. And then a Medicare supplement plan is a separate card that you're showing as well.
0: Okay, great. So that's good to know. Uh, But I know, unfortunately, a lot of folks um, are taken advantage of by unscrupulous uh, scammers uh, when it comes Mm -hmm. to Medicare plans, so they need to guard that. Anything else we should let folks know about today, Susan?
1: I would just say um, there's a lot of information out there on Medicare It can be very confusing. It can definitely be confusing for people, too, that are just leaving employer coverage because it might be the first time that they're navigating this whole system on their own, um, trying to figure out these plans. So just as you said earlier, the education of the basics first, what is Medicare? Um, What are the types of pathways that you can go down to get that additional coverage? One of the things you always want to ask when you're leaving employer coverage um, is, do I have group retiree coverage when I leave? So make sure you're not leaving a retiree health plan on the table that you've worked 20 years and they're offering that. Now, most people aren't going to have that option. But, you know, if you worked for a company, you might want to make sure You know, you know your benefits when you're leaving. Um, If you don't, if you have that option, you're typically choosing from what the company is offering you. If you don't, then you're going to be looking at different pathways to go down for that Medicare coverage, Medicare supplement which typically picks up where Medicare left off. So you're buying a private plan to pick up the 20% that Medicare left behind. Those plans don't include drug coverage. So then you'd buy a separate prescription drug plan. That's one pathway or you're gonna look at the Medicare Advantage all in one medical prescriptions. Um, at Blue Cross, we, we have all of those options. Many of our other carriers out there have all of those options. So the first thing to do again is, you know, you can talk to Shine, you can come onto our website, others, um, and learn those basics so that when you're looking at the product information, it's much easier to understand.
0: Okay. The supplement plans, is that what's also known as Medigap or is that different?
1: You've got it. So Medigap, um, you know, what's actually um, tricky is all this terminology. So when people are looking and reading, they'll see the term Medigap, and then it changes to Medicare supplement or it changes back to Medigap. So those two terms mean exactly the same thing. And the term for private insurance, that you buy to pick up the gaps in Medicare or supplement where Medicare left off. So Medicare is paying first and these plans are just following along just to pick up where Medicare left off.
0: And a supplemental drug plan, is that another separate plan or is that included? You got it. So if you're going
1: down that pathway of Medicare, so think 80-20 with some deductibles, you want a plan to pick up that leftover amount, that's a Medicare supplement plan through a private company that picks up that 20%. And depending on the product you buy, it could pick up different deductibles. But a supplement's job is to really just pick up where Medicare left off. So Medicare alone doesn't cover prescription drug coverage. So a supplement isn't going to cover prescription drug coverage. Um, So on that pathway, you're gonna look to buy what we call a standalone prescription drug plan. And these plans can be purchased through a host of carriers, there's a host of, anywhere from premiums from, you know, low premiums to over $100. Um, But all the Part D plans are going to follow a set plan design that's set by Medicare. So again, back to Shine, you can always meet with Shine. Um, You can give them your medications. They help you find the best Part D based on your medications.
0: That's a great point. You know, and like you said earlier, it's, it's every plan is individual, uh, depending on your needs. If you don't have prescriptions or or many prescriptions, you might need one plan as opposed to if you're dependent on, say, insulin or, or another prescription, mm-hmm. you'll need a different plan. Yeah. Lots to consider, certainly. Definitely. and lots, uh, lots of questions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I really want to thank you, Susan. Anything else uh, you can think of right now that folks should be aware of?
1: Um. No, ju- just want to thank you, Joe, for having me on. And w- just want to let people know that we're here for you. We want to help with that education on the Blue Cross website, um, Blue Cross MA, uh, our Medicare.bluecrossma.com. Um, You'll find us there. You can give us a call. We're out in the community doing seminars, um, webinars, and, you know, in a you know, just trying to have that robust presence in the community. So if you have those questions, um, there should be no shortage of information that you can gather from Blue Cross, from Shine, from Medicare.gov. It's there for you. um, And we hope to make this um, as simplified as possible for you.
0: Well, it's good to know that uh, there are folks like you helping. And uh, it's also good to know there's still a little time left uh, to make some changes this year until March 31st. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Nice to talk to you.
1: So nice to meet you.